Does it really say live? It said mine says live. Uh, Does yours say record? Yeah, mine just says record. record. Okay, so it's just me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what up? You are now tuned into the Black Ramen Podcast. We had minor difficulties, but we are back. And um, hey, this is Chatty Patty, aka Madam Straw Hat, aka this my private shit, aka I am the Celestial Freaking Dragon, and I have with me. Hello, hello. Oh, sorry. Do you want to go first? We normally have our guests go last because here's a hint: we got a special episode with a special guest. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm not editing this. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, this is Sleepy Bree. Always ready to dip out and take a nap at all times. As usual, Dang. who else? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Sexual Chocolate. And with us, we have a special guest, as we said earlier. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Sheldon Wilbon. I'm Pugrezi. I am an artist in so many different forms. Yes, man. All right. Let me let me let me just say how I fanned out when we, when I first met Sheldon. Okay. <laughs> so this is what happened, right? So when TikTok was up and about when I first got into TikTok, I would always mm-hmm. see Sheldon's um artwork. I would see his jackets. I would see his um he now what I'm seeing recently is his canvases. And then we're sitting here doing videos, doing interviews at DreamCon that just passed. Yeah. And I just see somebody with the jacket just walk by. I was like, nah. Stop playing. And then I t- and I was like, that's it. I'm going for it. I, t- I said, yo, brother, I appreciate you. I love your business. He was like, oh. And the way he looked, he was like, oh, shit, you know me? Yeah, nigga, I know you. <laughs> it was so dope. And uh, and you actually, we actually have it on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he took a moment and he chopped it up with us. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much. No problem. No problem. And why is it you don't have a table at DreamCon? Um... Well, hmm. I don't have a table usually anywhere. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not into like conventions and stuff at the moment. Um, mm. I'm talking to somebody now though. They're trying to like get me to do it more and I'm still not gravitating towards like conventions and doing like selling in person mm-hmm. because I see like a lot of people, they have to buy things, have things on hand and I'm a one of one person. So it's like having multiple like, um, Duplicates of what I do is kind of hard to do, just in general. So that's mainly why I don't. I wasn't like having booths and stuff, and I wanted to have fun. To be honest with you, I just wanted to <laughs> do what DreamCon was all about. That's, that's a great way to start. So actually, why don't you start by telling us what exactly is it you do? How did you start? What did you get into? And what's that look like right now as both like a fan, also a business, as two separate things and also two things together. Okay, so. What I do exactly is I really mainly focus on doing commissioned work, okay? So um, I do customs for multiple people. That's mainly what I do. And then I do one-of-ones, of of course. I'll do a one-of-one, like, jacket, chair, um, table, uh, canvas, painting. And then if someone don't want the one-of-ones, they'll hit me up and say, can I get a custom? Okay? Um, I mean, I do have, like, art prints and things like that. Uh, usually the artists that I sell are usually like collab with either the voice actor or so forth and so on. And I mean, that'd do okay. It does decent, but that really doesn't bring in the cash flow. The cash flow comes from the commission work, um, brand deals, and um, just one of ones, of course. Okay, and I gotta I- ask, what's the weirdest commission you've ever <laughs> Yeah, I'll just that. <laughs> 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 in the back of our heads. Because, like, I know I've looked at someone's art style before on Instagram or on Tumblr. I'm like, you know what? 
I really want to ask them to draw this. I'm not going to because I respect them as a person. What's some of the weirdest commissions you've gotten? Well, um, crazy to say, I usually don't look at the commissions. Someone else does that, but <laughs> I haven't got a weird one. Too. Well, actually, it was. Is someone talking? It wasn't the weirdest, but like, I guess I had to put a uh, paint jinx from. Um, What's that called? It's League a game. Of League of Legends. Legends. I just mean from League of Legends. Yeah, she was like oh, oh, in the that. tub with bubbles and stuff. That's probably the weirdest it goes. Okay. okay. You so you've been lucky. You've been gotten pretty tame I stuff. Yeah, I didn't get nothing friends. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that has to do with like your art style maybe or your regular content? Like how no, you actually, kind of gathered your audience in order to get people to reach out to you for these commissions? Um, so, I mean, I've been at it for, I want to say three years now, 26 now. And, uh, when I was 23, uh, basically COVID happened 2020 and, um, it kind of put the world in like, a, I want to say like a frozen state to figuring things out. Um, at that time I was actually on the come up doing music and breakdancing. I had, my art was just something I did for me personally to keep me sane from all the other stuff. And I had dropped a song called Taxi. It was like blowing up, a lot of people were dancing to it and stuff. And then COVID happened, shows slowed up, um, cause you can't go nowhere. Oh, well, I was in Milwaukee, that's where I'm from, 414. And um, in Milwaukee, you can't leave the house for like, I wanna say it was about like a month or a week or something like that. And then at the same time, there's uh, for the dancing, I couldn't go dance couldn't just, you know, show up to an event, dance and compete with people when it's COVID coming out and the germs and stuff. A lot of things was happening. So money slowed up and I like, I was behind on rent probably like two months or something because of the COVID. And during that time, I just decided, uh, what's his name? Um, Trump gave out this like uh, check, right? <laughs> the stimmy? Yeah, he gave out the stimulus <laughs> check and I took the stimulus check. check. <laughs> and I literally just like instead of even paying rent, I just bought a whole bunch of paint with the whole thing. I bought a whole bunch Dude, of paint. I don't think you want to admit that. Rent by paint. <laughs> I bought a whole bunch of paint and just like decided to paint my house instead, instead of like doing other things like paying rent. I just like took a risk and was like, I'm gonna paint my house and record the whole thing. Posted it on Facebook and went low key like city viral and then. I did the whole house, and then that's when it, I put it on TikTok. I think that's where people actually started seeing me. I put the, the uh, house painting on TikTok, and then I think it got, like, I posted it twice, too, and each one got, like, 600K views on TikTok. Wow. And then that's when, like, um, it really took off. That's exactly when it really, really took off. I painted the house. And then um, after I painted the house, um, Hmm. Oh, I got hit up for murals. That's mm -hmm. what happened. I painted the house. I got hit up for murals. Um, nobody paid me for the murals, though. So I didn't Are do you them. just doing it for free? No, I didn't do them. People just uh... hit me up. I showed up there, and it was COVID. So it was like, people don't have, have no one could afford to even pay me for me mm. to do a mural. So it was um, after that, I just... But painting at the same time, like what I was telling people was, I didn't do it for the money. You know, I did it because I love to do it. And um, 
the money like just was in the air with me because I didn't want to be like, oh, I got to paint all this for all these people, do this for this person and that person. I just wanted to do it because it literally kept me like sane. It was something no one it was therapeutic. It was how therapeutic. to do it. Yeah. yeah. I just okay. do what I wanted to do. And I loved anime. So I'm like, I'm just keep paying anime. Well, because I was like stressed out about COVID and all this other stuff. But I ended up bringing in money. It wasn't through painting either. It was just like um, dancing, doing gigs on videos and um, doing some beats and stuff from people and paying things off. But mm -hmm. The, I want to say my, um, I think I told you this already at the uh, DreamCon, but that's when uh, one of my friends named Gene, he would uh, he would paint like Gene vests and he would do like real people. He got, he did my first jacket for my performance at um, Summerfest. It was this festival and it had like, um, he did X, Lil Peep and stuff on it. And when I seen it, I was like, yo, that's pretty fire, bro. And then I seen him do a, um, he's a really close friend of mine, like a brother. We've been growing up. We almost done there, grew up together. And then he went there. He Shout did, out to um, Gene. Shout out to Gene. Yeah. He did <laughs> Gene's, uh, he's part of Unfinished Legacy. I don't know if you guys heard of that before. But, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the brothers. Like, I grew up with, like, Brema, Gene, and me. And he, uh, Brema was doing Unfinished Legacy. Gene was DJing and doing his uh, fashion. And then I was breakdancing and doing music. And all and this was in Milwaukee? All this is in Milwaukee. It's just okay. us three. I just gotta know, what is, like, the black scene like in Milwaukee? I'm just always <laughs> being, like, hard coast. So, like, Philly, <laughs> New York, or the other yeah. opposite side over in L.A. So, like, uh -huh. what is life like in those middle states black scenes doing art or doing your dancing or doing your music? Can you still, like, get good jobs um, there? Uh, so, we had a, we was actually blessed to have a um, nonprofit organization called True School that, supported literally everything we did you know they would they're a hip-hop organization they literally just teach breaking dj graph and um rapping mc and mm -hmm. the fifth one they say that is in hip-hop is knowledge so they taught me and brema and gene basically our business how to move as a entrepreneur in the hip-hop realm of things making clothes all types of things and um I was there since I was like 14, 14, 13. And then Gene was there and Brema was there. So it was literally just us three. Just, well, it was more people there, of course, but like it was always us three there with each other. And we all had our own little things we did that just advanced in the world. Like Brema is like killing it right now, Unfinished Legacy, mm -hmm. doing big, huge things. Gene's with him doing huge things. And I'm doing my own thing on the side, anime, which is separate from what they do. But, <laughs> Uh, back onto the topic of where, like, what was happening is, well, you said, uh, uh, what's it like being black in Milwaukee in the, in the scene? We had the help from True School. True School will find a gig within the um, community, and they will literally give it to us and say, do you want to do this? And we'll say yes or no. It was oh. literally like that. And then they would hire us on to teach um, the youth. Because uh, since I've been there since I was 14, going, uh, growing up at True School, I would teach the youth how to produce music breakdance, so forth and so on. And then Gene would teach um, graph, MC, and then Bremo was doing videography. And then he ended up taking his own route eventually with some other um, corporations, of course. But they would hand us gigs and pay us to teach the kids that would come through the organization. Oh, that's dope. That's mm -hmm. fire. So it was like, they, they literally taught me from the get-go, like, I was a, um, what do they call that? I was a contractor. 
I never was like signed up as like an employee. It was like, here you go. This is a contract. We'll do this with you and you'll, uh, you'll provide these services and we'll pay you for this. That's like freelancing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a, you know, a dope experience to do that. And then not like say like, oh, you're an employee. This is how you're supposed to work. You got to be here, do this and this, this and that. Um, and it just taught us a different mindset, of course, of just like being on that type of uh, timing. But that's literally the art scene. I can't really think too much further in Milwaukee of other corporations in that type of realm for kids and like teaching the black youth and running the artistry and that like urban culture. Mm. It would be true school. That's all I can think of. So. I'm so glad that you had true school. Yeah, yeah I'm so glad too. It's an amazing organization to have there. So mm. if anyone listening to our podcast is from that area, I suggest checking them out. Yeah. So did True School really Definitely. help you like that post-pandemic when you're kind of like half artist, half music? Yes, they're the only ones putting, you know, some type of income in my pocket. During that time. That's awesome. Okay. They, they found all the gigs. They got everything set up for me. And, I'm you know, so jealous. That's, that's my family, so you know, I'm not gonna ever forget about them. I wish you luck. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so at what point, if at all, do you feel like your uh, music as the income, art as the hobby switched over? Or do you still feel like that's the main track you're on? Uh, the main track I'm on now is literally, I think, the art. I mean, I still make money in the music. I still make money through dancing, you know, but the art is literally the one that brings in most of the income right now for me. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And how exactly did that switch over? Is it from the murals you were painting, then getting those commissions? Like just a gradual um, some like big hey this is it this is what i'm really going to focus on okay i remember so on the mural presentation i was wearing the dobby jacket i think mm-hmm. and i said yo this is my mural i painted my house it was the most basic way to do things it's crazy but i was like yo i painted my house and then people would you know like that one caption but i would turn i turned around and i had that dobby jacket i told you guys about mm-hmm. that i painted i think it's in my closet fire but, pun intended Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I had that Dobby jacket okay. on. And then um, I think it was like the one of the like top comments. And at this time, I actually was like, I mean, no offense to everyone that comments, but I don't look at the comments after a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Only due to it's so much to like try to like opinions and stuff to try to correlate with. But during that time, it wasn't that much comment, so it was like a top comment, and it said that Dobby Jack is fired. The Dobby Jack, da 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 da, and then I think the jacket specifically had everyone go from TikTok, click the Instagram, follow me on Instagram, and then DM me from there. And then wow. I, would ha- I literally had, I think that day it was like over three hundred plus DMs about the Dobby jacket. So wow. I'm like, um, okay, uh, one person out of all those people. I think I told you this already. Said I want to buy that jacket. How much? And I was like, uh, three hundred. And then sent it over instantly through. I think it was PayPal. And I just shipped wow. out the jacket. But the thing is, I painted it by hand. And the thing about me is, if I do something once, I can kind of figure out how to do it again easily. So mm. then, um, what happened? So then after I did that. Uh, the other people on the list, I literally was like 300 to all of them. And I think I sold about like a good amount of them, <laughs> I want to say. I was into wow. it. But it was like, okay, logistically you know, speaking, 
how did you get your chain together? And or like, which paints did you use? Where did you get them? Where do you get the jean jackets to put forth an entire production chain from mm -hmm. like order all the way to shipping things out? Because I'm thinking for any of the other people oh. who might want to make this kind of stuff, because right yeah. now, anime fashion is hot. It is hot, hot. And mm -hmm. those things, like, you know, you can do some custom-made stuff on, like, Redbubble or mm -hmm. maybe even Etsy. But what was your process in getting that all together? Wait, um, and one more thing. When I saw those jean jackets, they kind of looked like, like, when you had them all laid out on the floor. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you. So you did all those jackets individually. Yeah. You hand-painted every single one of those. Mm -hmm. Let me see your wrist. <laughs> like, Clearly not you did, that's crazy to me that's um, wow they all look oh, yeah. like they were like manufactured oh, because no. the way you just mm -hmm. had them all wow okay okay yeah so yeah so how um, i saved money that way just painting it myself <laughs> i see i see so how did you how did you go about purchasing the jackets the paints so well, did it start off oh. by a couple of purchases and then you, okay, now I'm going to go with the jean jackets, now I'm going to get the paint, now I'm going to get the brushes. Uh, that story is crazy. Um, the way I got the jackets was um, my friend, Brema, like I said, because at the same time, it's crazy. It's weird how we all in sync. But at the same time, my Instagram was doing, I mean, my Instagram and TikTok was doing good. Brema was. So mm -hmm. we were both skyrocketing, right? And Brema got hit up by Levi. So he was... Sponsored by Levi and throwing a whole bunch of Levi. Whoa, 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 whoa! We talking about Levi five hundred one. Levi, like Levi, Levi. You're just going name drop Levi. Yeah, just like that. Like you know them niggas. Like, <laughs> like a life flex brought to you by Sheldon. That's crazy. Okay, go yeah. ahead. My bad. So, Levi showed a lot of love to Brema, giving him, you know, um, you know, supply him with stuff so he can do his because he was printing on denim jackets. I mean, not denim jackets. Uh, denim jeans just in general jeans oh, okay. he was screen printing he did the butterflies okay and uh for unfinished legacy and then i was like yo he was like you should mess with levi and start doing stuff on their stuff so i was you know started investing in doing stuff with levi jackets so all of my stuff is levi jackets or like boohoo man um and sometimes it was fashion nova but i would find the blinks from them and then I, that's when i would go and cult them Coating is when I put the I put the plastic over because I had to learn, of course, what was going on. Because sometimes paint was splash. I'm like, okay, I gotta cover up the paint so it doesn't splash. I had to put came up with a whole like regimen on how to take the plastic, tape it with fabric tape, paint it, and um, use medium so that the uh, paint stays in the jacket. All this stuff just to like make it as premium as possible. Mm -hmm. And um, going by to buying paints, I was buying Angelus paint. So it was leather paint. Uh, and the leather paint don't come off. So you can wash the jackets? You can wash the jackets, yes. I don't Jesus. recommend like just throwing them in it, though, because sometimes a detergent, depend it doesn't matter what the, um, the medium is. It can be screen print. It can be um, DTG, which is direct to garment. It can be DTF, direct to film. It don't matter what it is. Certain uh, detergents will eventually tear apart and crack whatever it is mm. so that's why i tell people and on those tags where it could when people do have certain clothes that are screen printed or whatever they tell you to how to wash it a certain way so that it does not crack and it lasts for a long period amount of washes i have a tachi jacket i washed multiple times in a washing machine it looks exactly the same i painted it so mm. and the dobby i washed the dobby multiple times hasn't faded uh probably just like a couple uh cracks here and there but it's been together um oh. and it's because it's the leather paint that leather paint 
is like do you have any favorite brand for anyone who at home who might have an old pair of jeans they want to give it a shot like what's your favorite brand do you get it on amazon do you get it at michael's art supply um i i go directly to the websites and if it's not the website i'll go to amazon Okay. okay, so you mm-hmm. can just get these paints on Amazon. You just, I don't know. Oh, the like, paints put a curvy at the bottom of your yeah. Jeans. So my Angelus paint. Okay, yeah, whatever so, you can paint on, like a it, pair of jeans. So what I was the paint, the leather. I've been, I've been slacking, but if you give me some time, um, so the the paints I told you about, the Angelus leather paint, I was mm-hmm. painting with them, and then one of my mentors, Alex MDC, um, he does a lot of pop culture in the world. He um, he did this unmasking series. I was literally, I had a good, like, support system when it comes to this stuff because of the, and he was a break dancer, so he was part of my dance crew, which mm-hmm. is crazy, but he ended he's like a mentor to me, and he teaches me a lot of stuff. He was partnered with Angelus, so Angelus ended up eventually sponsoring me and handing me paints, so now that I have the Angelus paints, I can give out clothes and stuff to people to get discounts on it so it don't cost so much, and it's not actually an expensive product. The product, a little bottle will last you a very long time. So I just been, you know, doing so much. I should have been had I got the code up for people, but that's what I would say go to is Angelus.com and buy it directly from them. It's affordable and they have multiple deals. It's leather paint when you're doing your jackets or your denims and stuff. It's literally meant to be washed, you know? Mm-hmm. That paint is literally meant to hit water and be on soap. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Oh, that's dope. No, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you mid there. So you got your paint, you got your jackets, you figured mm-hmm. out your tape frameworks. Mm-hmm. Dang. So what's next? Just sip it. USPS, oh. FedEx. Oh, uh, after I um, painted it, so I co- I coat it with um, I mixed the white paint, white primer, and whatnot with mm-hmm. the uh, the give me a second. What did I call it? the too soft? It's too soft or um, any like medium for uh, fabric paint. I know you guys don't, you guys know what that is. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm an art I was idiot. I can't taught, draw a straight line. Not, <laughs> I was told when you paint, you usually put the, I might be wrong. Don't mm-hmm. you put the white primer first? Well, yeah, yeah. but you can't just put that on a jacket. What well, a jacket is, it's um, cloth. So with paint is, if you put the paint on a just like a jacket, it would be like not attached to it. It would like mm-hmm. be like this. But when you mix it in with that that medium, that soft medium, fabric medium, it can do like this, get in there and mm. then dry and soak in. So it won't come off when you're washing it and stuff. It gets into the denim. Yeah. Okay, if you just gotcha. put a primer on it, it's just going to lay on top and it can peel off like a sticker or something. Oh, it's like a coating. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you, got you. And then okay. once you put your leather paint on top of your your um, your prime jacket, it will just stay there like a brick wall. Mm. And you can put you put more stuff on top. Of course, you can put matte medium, polyurethane, um, all types of things that just like seal in the paint so that it's just stuck there for as long as it can last. Okay, so when you do that, it doesn't cake up. It doesn't have like that extra layer where it makes it very hard to move if you start um, putting in you know what i mean no, right? no, no it actually doesn't when you do the the too soft it makes it like wiggly oh, okay yeah some okay. it does feel a little um it doesn't feel like a brick wall but it does feel like it's there you know you're gonna know that your jacket's painted when you're wearing it okay that's dope that's dope but i do have to say you 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 i'm gonna tell you why you so gangster to me hmm. the fact that you didn't care about the rent 
and you painted the walls and didn't care about- I didn't care. No, 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 let's be real. You didn't care about the rent and you did not care about the security deposit because you went on painting out the whole house. <laughs> oh, so my, my uncle owned the house. So I okay. kind of had a- So your uncle wasn't going to get back? <laughs> no, he, he did. He got a little bit mad. He got mad at me. I don't know. He did get mad. He said, my man, so you're yeah. not going to pay me and you're going to pay my house? <laughs> he, he got mad at me. What kind of Dragon Ball shit is this now? <laughs> he knows the whole story, too. It's crazy. No, but that's dope. That's dope. You know what I love? I love the fact that you had, like, such a great support system. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. wish I had that because growing up, I didn't have that. Mm. And so, so I'm an artist myself. I don't, I don't think I should call myself an artist. But because of the nah. fact that... Not because... um. You know, I didn't really have that push and that 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 foundation that you had. So my parents, mm-hmm. being Haitian, that's mm-hmm. why I asked you at DreamCon, how 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 are you getting your support from your parents? Are are they being supportive? Like are are they trying to push you to another avenue? Mm-hmm. My parents tried their best to push me to another avenue, which which I get now that I'm older, I understand cuz being an artist, being black and being an artist, you have to work 10 times as hard just to get recognized oh, yeah. and the industry doesn't really see us. Mm-hmm. So, so the fact that you were able to thrive and just have a community of people around you that were into hip hop, that were into music, mm-hmm. they were into drawing. They just were, you were just around so much creative minds. That's so freaking dope mm-hmm. stuff yeah. that, and this is why I, this is why everybody should tune into Black Ramen Podcast because I'm telling you right now, if you don't have your support system to create the 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 community where all these creative minds can come together, we will do that for you. We're trying our best to get everybody together and mm-hmm. to just support each other. And the fact that you were able to have that in your backyard says a lot. Says a lot. And I think that had a lot to do of you overcoming all because a lot of people faced depression during COVID. Because Mm -hmm. of, we didn't know when our next check was going to come. We didn't know if we was going to make it. But the fact that you had so much strength to say, fuck that. I'm going to just paint. Because that's Mm -hmm. what makes me feel good. That's that's so amazing. That's so, that's why I said you gangster. That's gangster. (laughs) Bro. uh, People go to therapy for years to get to that point. I know, right? Mm. Shit. My therapist still asking for my check. Like, I wouldn't say you're not an artist, though. It's crazy how I think, but I see artistry in so many things. Like, this is an art in itself, doing yeah, true. interviews and everything. So, don't say you're not an artist for sure. You, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Sheldon says I'm an artist. I could die a happy woman now. Nah. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> it's official. So, um, what made you stop the jackets? Because you said when we, when we, first spoke to you in DreamCon, you said now you're working on the canvases. Is mm-hmm. the canvases more, do you find more passion and more uh, uh, um, pleasure in doing the canvases more than the jackets? Mm, actually, mm, no. I just I just have like a, I get bored with things that I'm doing. So if I'm doing too many jackets, I'm like, all right, I'm done with that. Let's do the canvases. I'm doing too many canvases. I'm done with that. I'm going to go visit back with the jackets. Okay, jackets, let me go paint a table. Let's see if, you know, I'll just keep basketball football didn't like the last jackets i did was uh it's a sneak peek for you guys but the last jackets i did was for juju smith the nfl player um i made like three it's for juju smith and his uh, mm. girlfriend and um he bought a uh, he bought the gojo 
the big huge gojo off me wow oh I'm that's a... when i did the... <laughs> yep yep can i just I say didn't... what a wonderful time it is to be an anime fan right now oh yeah so like 10 definitely. 15 years ago you didn't see people like putting these on their walls at home these like massive kind of prints these massive kind of posters this mm-hmm. boom in anime fashion walk into any store and they'd have not only some anime t-shirts but the true elegant appreciation ones or when you have like socks when you have these like Nike shoes with the Snorlax pattern. Yeah. It's such a wonderful age to be a fan right yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. It is. It's like around like um 2020. That's that's when I think like because you're just at home. Most people figured, okay, mm-hmm. let's watch something, let's try anime. I feel like that's what really kicked it off. And then TikTok, of course, just went crazy with Hunter, nah, you Hunter a spoiler too. You, you you a spoiler because because you couldn't wait for fifth gear to drop because you had <laughs> you had you had luffy fifth gear and you know it's <laughs> crazy when i made it it was all off like you know guessing and it ended up being <laughs> right so <laughs> yeah i i was just i just drew what i thought he would be and that's why i put in extra colors just in case it was like when it be so all white Nah, what happened was our god Oda sent you a prophet. It doesn't even look too much like four by four canvas ready. (laughs) Man, do you know which one I'm talking about? The red one. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, yo, stop playing, stop playing. I didn't even get to that chapter yet. Stop playing with me. I didn't. I didn't. I tried, and it it wasn't exactly, but you know, it worked out. Nah, it was nah. It it was spot on. (laughs) It was beautiful. It was amazing. I was just like, damn, this is <laughs> first of all, I, I picked up the book. I was like, I'm I'm catching up tonight. I'm catching really? up tonight. <laughs> you made me catch up tonight. But it was it was that? amazing. That was like it was beautiful. Ago, a year ago. I can't remember. First of all, you did way too early. That's that's one. <laughs> yeah, everybody kept asking me too. It was like, do fifth gear, do fifth gear. I was like, I don't even know what he looked like, bro, but I tried. <laughs> Nah, it was amazing. I loved it. I love it. It was awesome. It was awesome. And and oh, another quick question too. Mm. I'm curious. So with all these characters that you got on the jackets, mm-hmm. I know the canvases aren't a big deal. No, it might be. Because mm-hmm. I know once you take characters from um from like say for instance that are licensed mm-hmm. and then you you profit off of them. Mm-hmm. I know there's like, you know, you know, cease and desist type bullshit going on. How yeah. are you able to um, put these characters on the jackets and on the canvases and still make profit without any logistics behind it? Um, what I would tell people is, I went to a con- like I went to the convention, you know, and and I would see what I saw and I was like, bro, deep art, really playing with fire. That's what I mm-hmm. said to myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all is really out here doing this. And for me, I like I said, I don't, I don't even sell like that when it comes to like doing that type of thing but i have talked to certain you know companies and studios to do certain things as you know i can't say too much on that but i will say if you are an artist that is trying to do anime art in particular don't go about selling prints and doing all that Mm. just just paint do one of ones do commission work it's the right way to go because someone's not um someone's not going to be paying you for a like duplicated product by a manufacturer to profit of and instead they're paying you to paint a character so it's like it's like that's like the loophole to get through licensing oh, okay instead of 
like for all my jackets and stuff, I don't just be like, if you go on my website, it all says everything's custom for one, because it is. I'm painting right. it. But if um, someone uh, purchased for me, like, I want you to paint this Dobby jacket for me, or they'll hit me up, can you do what you did in the past? Can you do this and that? They're commissioning me to do it. I'm not just going and be like, all right, for manufacturer, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I got. I don't have 10,000 different canvases in my um, catalog just chilling. I can't do that. You know, it's just, it's not, I can do it to certain people, certain characters. Cause you know, like I said, I talk to certain people, I talk to certain companies and then like, even with the voice actors, like I just did something with, um, what's his name? Uh, Johnny Swayze, John Swayze from, um, he plays Crocodile in One Piece. So we just Ooh, collab, collab okay. print and stuff like that. So like stuff like that is different. But when you go on, you just taking characters and for one, you just go on and taking it and like painting it you gotta be careful with that that's what i would say okay so the trick is don't sell your artwork as much sell your labor of creating that that's how you that's how you do things like and then i also heard other little myths and stuff but like for instance the one in my bathroom right there this um that's supposed to be aaron but it's not aaron you know what i'm saying uh Okay. I see it. I see it. Yep. I had to enlarge my screen for that. Okay. <laughs> so you put your little. Sometimes though, I don't always do it. You know, <laughs> just sometimes. But most of, like I said, most of the work I do is commissioned. So people hit me up. Um, I have probably like seven commissions right now in queue, and mm-hmm. I'll do a twenty by. I don't do the. I stopped doing the smaller ones. So now I do a three by four. You commission me for a three by four for eight fifty, and up, uh, and that'll be for one character. Okay. So, so do you have any characters that you really love drawing, like, or? Oh uh, no, actually, I, what I love doing is my own stuff. I got my own manga and stuff I'm working on, so I'm trying to get that going. You know, ooh, ooh, so ooh, you ooh, didn't feel like telling us that you Okay, that, that was a good time. So we talked about how you got started, where you were. What What are your current projects? What are you really looking forward to? Yeah. What work are you investing in right now? The work I'm investing in right now is my own stuff. It's the my manga. That's why I've been talking to a bunch of voice actors and stuff. I've been trying to partner. I even got like my own like I haven't dropped it, but it's just for me. I made it for me. And this is their character, my character. Oh, that's fire. That's so dope. I got like um fifty-five pages in. I've been at it for like a couple years because of doing in and out of painting. And now that like I established what I established, yeah. Now that I established what I established, I kind of took a little break on certain things. Oh, that's fine. I'm really okay, well, going to like the line, What's this about? And also, how are you thinking of making it? Are you trying to work with a publisher? Or oh, you that's you might dope. like go Kickstarter style for it? Um, so what I want to do right now, uh, I talked to a couple people and like private investors and stuff. And uh, the plan right now is to... One, I got a, I got the first chapter done, not volume. So I'm kind of like stuck on what I exactly want to do when it comes to how I want to drop it. So I can mm-hmm. go and drop the chapter, which is the one that's 50, 70 pages long, mm-hmm. the one chapter, or I can go ahead and wait, finish the whole volume, and then drop the whole volume at once. No, don't do that. You make more money by dropping out by chapters. Don't do that. So we'll do the chapters. Um, so then, <laughs> hey, you just said so. If we do the chapters, then I can just go ahead and um, I was going to paint the cover first. So I got to paint it on four by five, paint that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was thinking about doing the Kickstarter way because a couple of people and investors told me, just try to kickstart, see what happens, see who actually will support it and so forth and so on and uh, go from there. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to do soon is for the next like month or two, I'm going to be doing in and out, drawing other people's like characters and painting them for the shows just for, you know, the culture and what people are watching. But yeah, mostly I'm gonna just be dropping like my characters on four by fives for like the next like couple months and see how that goes while in and out promoting the uh, the so, book. Do you got a synopsis for the manga or I'm you don't sorry, want to tell us? I don't even know what a synopsis is. Basically it's about a uh, a young boy that mm-hmm. young boy or slash family that um is in a different, you know, country, ends up having to go to another one and force into doing um, war, which he's not, he doesn't want to, but he has to because of who he is. And but at the same time, the whole idea for him is just to live and not be, you know, a slave to society. Oh, okay. That's dope. Yeah, I want to sink my teeth in that. So, um... <laughs> and stuff, of course, it's a power scaling system. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm just writing to write. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I also have a homie that helps me out with drawing, so I don't have to do everything. So, when you're drawing these, um, your chapters, and mm-hmm. and do you draw them out like panels? Yeah, where... I draw the. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's what I wanted to know. Break it down. So what I'll start with is, of course, as a story, we have to be ton- done, not done, but at least have like most of the story together. Um, and I'll uh, visualize how I want to tell the story. Um, right now, it's like uh, what one of my mentors, Alex, told me is he said, stay away from, I guess, looking at other things and reading things and focus mm. on what your mind would do instead of like what the others would do so what i'll do is i really like sit there lock in and figure out how i want to do this and i don't know if it's the proper way of doing it but it's the way i would tell it and draw it right like there's this um like panels where i just have like i drew the character just looking over the panels you know and i don't know if that's right but i'm gonna go this way and make it work as much as i can i want it to look like this and go in um uh, and in one piece, of course, just watching it, they made me think the same way. Like, if Oda's saying a snail is a phone, I can say whatever is a phone, you know? I can do whatever I want at that point. Pretty much. So, it's your world. So it's your my world. world. So I made all types of crazy stuff that I want to be there. That You, you got your hands um, full. Like, you in oh, yeah. so many different projects. So, And at the same time, I got an album. So I'm, like, working on the album. I'm doing all types of stuff. <laughs> All right, Kanye. Like you, you do COVID, you got a manga. I'm trying, man. I try. That's to do a lie. You don't get all right in those days when you're burned out. What do you do? Mm, I just lay down, sleep, watch some anime, <laughs> watch some YouTube. I don't know okay. if that. What do you mean by burnt out? Like, say for instance, you're doing so much at one time. Like, okay, you got a commission coming in. And then mm-hmm. you like, oh, I got a canvas right here that I just started, but I mm-hmm. want to finish, but I don't know. But then I want to finish this last chapter of this manga that I'm doing. Oh, but I got to mm-hmm. do the ad-libs on the, on the album that I got. 
So, you know what I mean? Like you, you uh, ever have, or or, or is everything in a tight schedule? Do you have everything timed? Where you like, okay, one day no. I do this, one day I do that, or you just like go with the wind and just like. I, I I do go with the wind, but in a scheduled way. It's weird. I um, so if I start something, the goal is to finish it. Like, first, finish that first before you move on to something else. Mm-hmm. That's the goal with everything for me, and that's what I you know I preach and tell everybody. Like, if you are an artist. The biggest mistake I've seen in artists, the biggest one, is not finishing something either because they don't like it or because they just didn't finish it. But at the end of the day, once you finish it, you can learn something from that and you can move on. You're not going to learn nothing if it's just sitting there and not done, you know? You don't know me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't. But I I see a lot of artists, they're like, start something and just have it sit there for years or they'll have an idea right and then not do it because for some reason or they'll have a project they wanted to do and not do it or project they started and didn't finish but at the end of the day i can tell them like yo that's wasted ideas that's like money ideas is literally money Mm -hmm. your ideas come and go like money you know what i'm saying and if you don't use it it's just wasted and at that point it's just I feel like you just coming for me right now. But. You? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, ideas. <laughs> I have this thing, right? <laughs> I hate you, Debbie. I was, when I was in high school, I was, um, I used to um, get requests a lot where people would be like, oh, can you do this for me? Can you draw this for me? Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized it wasn't fun anymore mm-hmm. because if I'm doing it for somebody else, it's more, it's more constricted. It's mm-hmm. not because first of all, this is not something I wanted to draw. This is not inspiring to me. You're just telling me that you want me to draw this. It might be inspiring to some just to see how far they can really take it mm-hmm. with detailing, shading, and, and just being able to capture a picture and just because my medium was lead. My medium will always be lead. Mm-hmm. I never painted, I just stick with lead. I, there's something about lead to me that that I love. I can never do it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what made me give up and f- not finish a lot of projects too is because I don't find it fun anymore or fulfilling or I would just be scared and be like, this is not coming out the way I wanted it to come out and then I drop it. Has that mm-hmm. ever happened to you? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> nope, can't really. What's up? Wow, that sounds rough. No, I can help. What I just tell you. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to Black Robin. <laughs> just told you. No, I'm not trying to be mean. I just, I was listening. <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. That hasn't happened to me. I'm sorry. Um, Don't be sorry, man. Don't be sorry. No, because obviously it hasn't happened to you because, I mean, we wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be the man that you are. You are dedicated and you have discipline, which is very hard for a lot of artists to have. And I, know, I, I find just... that to be amazing. I don't know if it's discipline because it has been times where I've been commissioned for something. And the greatest thing, you know, being able to just be like, yo, I don't want to do this. It's just like, you know, the best mm-hmm. thing for me. So far, it, was, it hasn't been a commission I said I didn't want to do no more. I always finished them. But there's been like, um, let me see. There's been, yeah, actually, no, there has. There's been jackets when I was like, someone asked me and they're like, uh, they got like a, a goofy jacket I've done, right? And I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. And I just, <laughs> I just don't want to do it. 
So I'll just refund it and I'll tell them and they'll be, so of course they'll understand. But um, on the side of like where you said people asking you to do things, I do understand that. Like mm-hmm. I said that uh, when you said people ask you to do it and it just made you not want to do what you were doing anymore. I don't, um, what's the word I'm trying to get to is, hmm, I'm very, very, very selective on what I accept and don't accept, you know? And then at the same time, I wouldn't, if you're an artist out there, I'm talking to all the artists and you are stuck on what you should do, what you shouldn't paint, what you should draw, what commissions you should take and not take. For one, first, you got to value yourself. If you're not valued, you're not even going to be happy doing what you're doing. You're like, oh, why am I doing this for just this? Why am I doing this for just that? You know, you're just doing it because you think that's what you're worth because you haven't tried to, you know, put that number out there. Because there are people that's going to pay you regardless on what level you're on as long as you get the job done right. So, yeah. So, like, if say, for instance, that time you're doing your, your sketches and stuff and you're drawing with your, um, the lead and the different um, mediums, there could have been a time when you're like, yo, I'm not doing that. What you want me to do unless you give me $500. And then that $500 hits your pocket, you'd probably be motivated to finish. It. <laughs> <laughs> so... And then at the same time, that $500, that one $500 sale can get you going for months on mm. when you're doing your own stuff and working on that person's uh, piece they want you to do. Okay. So I would just tell people, don't devalue yourself. If your work is worth what it is, do it. If it's not, don't sell anything. Focus on honing in on your skills and making things as great as you can get it. That's what I would say before you even start doing selling okay. and trying to do commissions. And if your skills are A1, you get you charge for A1 skills at that time. You're getting, you're getting literally contracted by people to do work for you. A lot of people aren't going to see respect in it at first, but once you hit that certain crowd when you're doing it for yourself, you're putting your stuff online. Um, as an artist, always press record. <laughs> always press record. If you're doing something and you're not recording, you're losing. Always press record. Hmm. You hear that, Derp? So do you feel like right now your Instagram, you got the blue check. Do you think having yeah. that blue check has helped kind of like legitimize you or like let you charge more? Because now it's like official, official, or is it just there for decoration? Nah, it didn't really do much. The only thing it did was it stopped the people that were scamming other people more. That's literally mm. the reason why I have that blue check and I made sure I got it. Because people... We're getting scammed every. They're still getting scammed to this really? day. Every because they thought day. it was you. Because they think it's me. These people who are coming at me too, and my my DMs, my emails, tell them I scammed them. I'm like, I'm so sorry you got scammed, but I did not scam you. That was the other people. There's like, there's how did that work? Did they like them. reach out, pay someone, and thinking it was you? So this is what I've seen, and I and I get sent every day is. They would follow, someone would follow me. As soon as they follow me, a bot from each and every last one of those pages will message that person saying, do you want a custom? I've never asked somebody or ever reached out to somebody and said, do you want a custom? Mm. Oh, those bots are smart. Because I guess, are followers public on Instagram? I'm sorry, I'm very social media illiterate. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, it's, it's so as soon as they say you followed X, they know they can start sending you scam bots from that same person. Yeah, they'll send person. it instantly to you. And then they'll get in there and these people have a full conversations with you like they're me. They're saying what my prices are. And then they'll have like, they'll have my email, right? But it'll say, because my email is xxxtoday at gmail.com, but they'll put xxtoday extra like two letters at gmail.com. Right. Mm. They make it ever so slightly different. They made thousands off me. Wow, Those are good. like they're, they are on it all the time. They're of good, course. but as of soon course. as I get the check, it slowed down. I stopped getting so many of them, but I get a couple of them here and there after like every couple days, or they'll comment and say I skimmed them. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm right, so what was the process of getting that check? How do you do it? Uh, so with the process of getting the check for me, I didn't. I just paid for it. Literally, just paid for it. I just went on there and paid for it. I didn't like get it. I can easily get it, but the thing is. I would have to go through the, a manager. I would have to go through the blogs. I didn't want to do all that. And they already had it up there, so I just pay for it. Do you have a manager and an agent? Um, no, I have. Well, it's weird. I have people that say they're a manager that can be a manager that helps me out. If that makes sense. Is it your cousin? Okay, gotcha. It's not official. Got I got that like cousin Vinny. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> sign a, a contract. Like this one guy I know is Preston. He's running. Um, uh, anime convention in Arizona and he like he's the one hooking up all of these like voice actors and stuff for me and like mm-hmm. putting me in contact with all this like companies and anime licensing and stuff he's the one doing it but he's not like an official it's just like a trade-off with me and him it's like I was like all right bro I'll do this for your your convention you mm-hmm. do this for me and then he's like I can't say too much I can say right now he has I don't know if it's 10 or 12 of the voice actors um, announced, but I'm doing videos with all of them. I'm mm-hmm. doing art for all of them, and we're doing collab prints with all of them, you know, and we're all doing videos, and they're all, like, like big people, like Kaido and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. These sub-actors are coming. Like, that's the stuff that, like, I'm doing now with him. That's, like, a manager role, but it's not. You get where I'm going? And then he talks to different, like, companies like G Fuel and so forth and so on. You get where I'm going with it? Yeah, that's it's what I say. Like I would have to hit him other. up. Like, yeah, you yeah. give me this, you give me that. I got mm-hmm. you, I got you. Then I, got I saw recently, um, so forth, so on. I, I saw recently that you did a video where you had a picture of white beard. The oh, voice yeah. actor was there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he he looked like he was about to tear up. He said, "Oh shit!" Like <laughs> that was yep. that was that was dope. That yeah. was dope. Shout out to you because I would have been crying, bawling. Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> it's it's white beard. Yeah, it is. It is white. It is. I was. I was chilling, and then um, I was just the crazy thing again. It was a Ucon thing. That's who you know. Preston was doing it. I was chilling at my booth. Uh, that Preston did. Like I've never sold before. It was just one on one paintings there. I was literally mm-hmm. like trying to figure out this in person thing, and um, going uh to my booth, I was so bored, just chilling there. I just I don't know. That's why I don't like doing like conventions and stuff. You just sit in there all day. So yeah. I was like, I left. I just left and I went to the closest art store. I bought canvases, paint, and everything in an apron. I come back to the convention and I just literally started painting white beard. I did the sketch right in front of everybody. I painted them and everything. And then he comes around the table and he's like, Huh, that's me. And he says his things and I'm like, Oh my, what? What in the world? <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna be back when it's done. And I was like, you know, and then Preston was like, No, just surprise him on camera, man. I was like, All right. So we go go back to his table and he, we go and do the video and that's what you've seen and he ends up signing in and whatnot and then we are in contact to this day and we're doing like collab art prints and stuff 
And you know, that's where I go with doing all the art prints with different companies. That is, look, and you know, you don't know how to do conventions. That is how you, that's <laughs> right? how you do it. Oda just you spoke through you. And, you. and you just, that's amazing. That's, I, I thought man. this shit was planned. You mean to tell me it just happened out of whim? You was like, I'm just going to draw white beard. Yeah, that's what happened. That's literally what happened. That's so fire, man. I can't sit there, though. That's the problem. It just was, I don't know. I paint so much. If I'm not painting or doing any music or something, I feel like something's wrong. So I was like, you know, I'm going to just go. And it made the time go by so quick, too, instead of just sitting there for hours. It's just like that painting. was a dope painting, though. That was very dope. I'm I surprised that you Thank actually you. did that in, in one sitting. That shit oh, really yeah. took, like, I thought, yeah. I thought it took a while. But you telling me you didn't do it at a convention? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. Guy. I did during the convention, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it took That's four like, hours. How long did that take, really? I'm thinking four. Four to, like, three to four hours. I can't remember. The sketch took probably 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm looking at this painting paint right now. That would take me a lifetime. Word. <laughs> he did it half a work schedule. Half a work day. Still so you the- came in, did this, and was done before lunch. Please. Yeah, yeah. How's that possible? That's, that's amazing. I think it's just repetition. You do it so much, it starts to get like, you know, you start to know what it is. It's, it's like you. second nature. It's living. Yeah, it's second nature at that point. I didn't paint so, so many canvases. I'm not going to say the number, but I painted a lot. <laughs> Did a lot of people come up to you during DreamCon? Then it was like, oh my God, is Shelly um, going to get a jacket? It was actually what surprised me. No, it, it wasn't that uh, people, there's people that came up, but like what it was was when I was talking to someone that's known or a celebrity or something, you know, that's mm-hmm. where it was surprised me because people don't know me for me. I started, you know, I'm good with that. They know me for the art. That's what it's mainly for. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm talking to the celebrities and whatnot, and they end up scrolling. And then it already says following. They're just that's when they start tripping out. Oh, got you. Got you I'll just be you. talking to them. It's cool though. I'll be like, "Yo, what's up, man? What's up? Dude? You're you? <laughs> like what? You're crazy." And then they'll be like, "Um, they'll be like, uh, they'll go to like we should follow each other." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, for sure." And I'm always down to collab with people and stuff. So mm-hmm. he goes on there. They go go on there and they're like, "I'm already following you." I'm like, "You are?" And then they'll figure out. And then that's when they it's go. you. Yeah. Not like us. <laughs> What you mean? We knew we knew who you were. We knew, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't just I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate that, man. You guys show mad love that day too. Oh man, I was so excited. Oh man, I was like, yo, oh my god, is you? What you doing? <laughs> she was talking about all weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I was, I was, I was. Yeah, um, what's the name? Got me the ticket, Dylan. He got me a ticket and stuff to go, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, do you think you get used to the in person stuff? Um, are you an introvert? Do you consider yourself an introvert? Mm, no, if I'm in a setting, I'm gonna talk to people. Mm. But um, I have so much things going on, I can't just like you know go talking to people. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I used to because I used I'm a break dancer, so I used to travel and stuff and do a lot of competitions, like a lot of them mm-hmm. uh, around the U.S. Of course, because I didn't go across seas yet, but. I would go across the U.S. all the time, and you would have to talk to people. You'd have right. to literally dance and put on a show in front of people. Right. So, no, I wouldn't say I was an introvert. I mean, but people think I'm an introvert. It's whatever, you know, for me. Not When I first saw you, I thought, you, you know, I had to tone it down a little bit. I didn't want to scare you. Cause I no, was I wasn't excited. scared. I wasn't scared. And he was like, oh, hey. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but I was like, Patty. <laughs> I was like, hey. No, that's real. That's, my, that's much love right there. <laughs> so, when are you going to. I'm glad we met you, too. 
Yeah, this is amazing. This is amazing. Wait, so how long do you think we'll get to see you in that Red Bull dancing competition? You never you know seen it? When it was like break, it's like a, a regular like B boy, B girl no. competition. You never seen no. it? No, I've 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 seen it. I haven't been in it particular. I didn't try out yet, but would uh, you? You gotta train. It's messy. Now, Listen, now you don't have time because you've got dancing, you've got your music, you've got your canvases, yeah, you've got like, your uh, prints, you've got your jackets, and you've got your manga. Yeah, so I like, oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. You do that though. You know there's only 24 hours in a day? Yeah. <laughs> you cannot sneak that extra hour. And what you do with yours is what you do with yours. And what I do with mine is what I do with mine. All right? Yeah. And I see your handstands. First of all, you ain't got no bones. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, man. I think the You're last crazy I don't know, on I the dance floor. Freestyle session. I did freestyle session in LA. That's the last one I did. You knew, so that you think that'll be it for you? Nah, 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 nah. Right now, because I hurt my wrist. Actually, that's what it was. That mm. was my, uh, my painting wrist. Ooh. Yeah, I had hurt it, but I still was painting. I ain't gonna give up. I was like, of course, know. you can't stop the guy from godding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is like, that a thing, godding? Like, godding. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, um, yeah, I hurt my wrist, and I just took a break. It's been like four months since I hit the dance floor. I, I did try it like once within the four months and it was still like there. So I just like, I'm going to come back to it eventually. Right now I'm just focused on healing this wrist um, 100% because if you just get back onto it, like with dancing and stuff, because I'm throwing my body in. If I'm throwing my body, I have to make sure everything's at 100. It's 30. Yeah. Okay. Would you ever consider ever working in an animation studio? Mm, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's an instant no. <laughs> no. Oh no! <laughs> it's like, nah, I don't want to do that. Okay, no serious. Care. But do you have like a dream collab? Like, if you could collab with this person or this company or this entity, you would just die. Is oh, collab is different. I don't collab with people. I collab with anybody. To be honest. Yeah, but so there anyone like you'd really, really want to work with? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, is no, it like really what am I doing? What am I doing? Am I like with art? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's say it'll be some kind of art. Okay, art. Uh, collab with art. Mm. I need to get on Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be quick. Let me see. Okay, you got it. You got it. You got it. Oh, but you're just like so confident in your own, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I like to do. This is what I am doing. You there is no, I wish I could. It's always I am, dot, dot, dot. That's it. That's it. Uh, okay, I got his name. I would like to work with Sui Ishida that makes uh, Tokyo Ghoul, the mangeka for Tokyo Ghoul. Really? Ooh. Are you a big Tokyo Ghoul fan? Mm hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think that was one of the first pieces I saw. Or the uh, that you had was for, the Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, for, that's uh, dope. Uh, for uh, seven daily cents, one of those two. Mm. Are those your tops? Because I feel like we haven't really asked you if you have any like top favorite anime. I don't uh, my favorite anime. Yeah, uh, favorite anime goes Tokyo Ghoul, Seven Daily Sins, and then uh, Villain Saga. Villain. Ooh. Interesting. A man of the culture. Thank you. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. A lot of people yeah. don't really like Vinland Saga after season two, but you know, nah, I think it's just maturity. So they don't understand the growth. That's all. Nah, they don't understand oh. the growth, but it's okay though. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, Those look. who get it, get it. Yeah. I know, right? It ain't always about death and killing, bro. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not. It's not. You have a you have a very nice palate, friend. You really do. Thank this you, is nice. You. That's nice. That's nice. I'm tired yeah, of defending this my, shit. That's my top three right there. Okay, that's cool. But that's if so, you cut out the the mainstream. Mainstream out of my top of the big three would be One Piece. Bleach is my favorite, and then Naruto. Okay, okay. What studio do you think does impeccable work to you? What animation uh, studio? Yeah, Mappa. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Studio Period used to do plenty stuff. Mm. Oh, toy animation is just doing all the big stuff, of course. But mm-hmm. Mappa is like, I don't know how they're doing that. They're dropping. Oh, that's easy. I'm like, what? No windows for artists. That's how. They no windows. It. No sunlight. <laughs> you don't go outside that's until this, this is done. Yeah. That's There's what you do. I want to work for yeah, the animation studio. I'm like, mm. I mean, um, I think a lot of people. There was this one TikTok I saw. A lot of people were upset. Hmm. Saying that um, everybody's saying that Studio Mappa is like the greatest studio ever, mm-hmm. and and to be fair, there are other studios that do great work. Mm-hmm. It's just that Mappa has been putting; they've been consistent mm-hmm. in in eating. Mm-hmm. So they they make sure whatever you like, ha, we did that, and mm-hmm. and 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 you can't knock down the hustle. You really yeah. can't. You really can't. If mm-hmm. you hate on Mappa's because you lazy, my nigga, like, come on. They they don't sleep. They don't take no naps. I don't know about, don't know about What's lazy, another one? What's the other one? We got to keep an eye on this new studio, studio that's out with Zom 100. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. What? Bug? Studio Bug? Studio Bug or Bug Films. Bug? Okay. Something about Bugs. I am impressed with this as, like, their first debut work. First of I don't know all, if you've seen any of Zom 100 yet, but yeah, I watch. I'm gonna up. I'm on episode seven. Yeah. Oh shit! Like, okay. How they're doing things? It's clean. <laughs> nah, they they're impeccable. It's, it's 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 really clean. Yeah. At first, I thought I was watching My Hero. I was like, wait a minute, I'm gonna. <laughs> 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 nah, it's clean. Well, no, it's a pretty new studio. Yeah, I'm proud of them. But honestly, me, I'm always a trigger girl. I love triggers. Triggers like, great. Style. Triggers great. Like mm-hmm. more than it just looking pretty, I want to see like your unique flavor added. And trigger always uh, a like sprinkle of their own on their work. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see that one studio though that does um, Demon Slayer and Fate. You affordable. Yeah, okay, yeah, I like them. They don't count. They don't count. They don't count. They don't count. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't map when they do something crazy. That, listen, if you haven't listened to our show before, we go in on Ufordable. They don't pay taxes, so it's not fair. They have so have, taxes in the past. They haven't paid They've taxes. They've gotten in trouble from taxes because they're putting all their money towards the animation. Mm-hmm. It's so good. You look at it and you say, yeah, I believe they committed tax fraud. Yeah, Sheldon, they you did not notice? Taxes with this quality. Mm-hmm. Sheldon, you didn't notice that they weren't paying taxes? No. So you thought Demon Slayer was looking pretty just like that just because? No, I thought they made billions or something. I'm no. like, they got money to do that. No, they they, they, they got lied money, on the papers. It to the government. Yeah, they lied on the papers. They uh, they get audited every year. That's why the Fate series just looks so immaculate. Yeah, they look so, every year. What the every year they get audited. So that's why that's I don't crazy. really. I think the work is beautiful, but at some point you do have to say that it is unfair. That they're able to put out great quality content while other studios are paying taxes mm-hmm. and trying to stay above float. What you said, Derby? That we know of, you know. You don't know. That we know yeah. of? 
Who's Listen, crazy? Japan That's gonna what? let you know if a motherfucker <laughs> not paying taxes. They don't play with that shit. They don't play that shit. Crazy. But okay, so what is your top anime right now for this season that you're just like, oh, I can't wait for this episode to come out. Mm. I haven't felt <laughs> like that in a while. Wow. Mm. Okay. Hard man to please. I got you. The last one it was was uh that second season of Demon Slayer. And then mm. the Villain Saga. Season. I waited every like week for Villain Saga. Yeah, because it left you in a cliffhanger. It really did leave you in a cliffhanger. It was so amazing though. I love that show, man. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> that it was, was great. Do you know when he was uh, he was in his um he was stuck underneath the ground and all his uh people he killed in his past were just swarming. That was and then his nails was ripping as he was falling. <laughs> that was great. See, I feel like that moment, if you didn't get the transition that was going on within himself, drop it. If you didn't yeah. catch it from that episode, yeah, crazy if you didn't get that. <laughs> just drop it. Just drop it. The way, what's his name? The dude that's his um stepdaddy. Uh, Alka, uh, Ascalad, right? Ascalad, yeah. When the nigga came through, was like, nigga, come on, stop it. You afraid to be here? You put us here. You yeah. want to be here next? Like the way he just talked to him. Yeah, that was crazy, why. man. That I was, was crazy. Man, if that's like the biggest redemption arc it's just amazing to me but but to be fair i do understand why people came in a little disappointed saying whoa 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 this not chicken <laughs> you told me this was chicken this is a fish fillet like i don't know what the, you know i get where people are coming from but still the growth it's it's amazing the the the, the struggle with the battle within himself mm-hmm. was awesome not to mention his friend you could tell like he was going through his own battle. Yeah. Because now he had to come into a realization that damn, here there was like I kind of felt like a, a a Vegeta Goku type moment because here's this guy who wished he was just as strong as Thorfinn. Mm-hmm. And he 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 knew for a fact he won't I would kill every, I would mop this fucking farm kill everybody <laughs> and i was like thorfinn and here's thorfinn talk about hold on hold on hold on let's read leviticus oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> verse 16 uh, <laughs> so right? i don't know it's just a lot to talk about and i feel like a lot of people are missing the point and, and it's cool if it's not for you it's not for you but to actually be able to have a conversation with somebody who really gets the gist of what's going on in the second season is it it's always good mm-hmm. to hear it's always great not everything gotta be about beating people's ass you need a purpose you mean you need purpose. made it very clear we can watch attack on titan for that <laughs> yeah he did say that did you see what uh the mangaka from villain saga said he said well you know i understand that people wanted more fighting and wanted thorfinn to kick more ass but you know um I'm not for that. I'm not really a violent person. Um, mm. You can always watch Attack on Titan for that. Yeah, right. That's what's <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, all your murder and bloodshed needs right there. Yeah, it's, it's so mean, much out there. I mean, listen, I was spreading the good Lord's work. You know, <laughs> that's what he said. I mean, yeah. like, listen. Yeah. When Thorfinn was like, yo, I'm listening to this dude read the Bible, I said, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. The same dude that was just killing people with these once you saw this mm-hmm. you know with the knives and sh- i was yeah. like all right and that now was so dope when he pulled it back out though without the blades in his hands oh yeah that was dope yeah. 
That was dope. That was dope. And then they when they Mike Tyson him with the ear when they cut his ear. Yeah, I was like, bro, it's just standing here. And he just stood there. That's it. That's it. And they cut a little piece of the head. He said, sure, just a little bit on the on the bottom. Don't do too much on top. <laughs> I mean, that's good story. That's good story writing right there. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's top tier right there for sure. It is. It is. It's kind of that's what I was waiting for when uh, if anything was Villain Saga. Right now, it's just right now it's kind of dry for me. I mean, I'm going to watch Jujutsu Kaisen because it's almost like not because I want to, but like it's almost like I have to. I don't know. Any oh, shows you're looking forward to? Yeah, it's just like anything in hype, I just watch it to stay within, see what everybody's into. But Yeah, because you got to get ready for that commission work. I know, right? <laughs> I don't I paint mean, what I have not watched. That's the one thing about me. It is. Ooh, it is. Good point. I respect that. It's like I don't really like to wear merch for a show that I'm not into. It just feels mm-hmm. a little fake. Yeah. So I don't paint it because I tried that once and then I was like, nah, bro, I can't do this again. It was with solo leveling. I don't even think I had the art right. So I was like, nah, Ooh. I'm not going to do that again. That's for the best. I mean, but that was back then when we didn't have, we wasn't, we didn't have merch like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, whatever you got, you took. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, okay, I'll take this. <laughs> and somebody I comes can't. up to you, oh, you like, I, I don't know. I just like anime. I don't, I don't like, this is not even my shit. I don't even know what this is on my shirt. It's just on my shirt. That's it. Right? That'd be crazy. (laughs) That's it. Like to do that. But it's true. Um, I look at the posters. So, what should we be looking forward to your next projects aside from the manga? Mm -hmm. So, wait, hold Um, on. I'm going to put this out in stone so you can't say no. So hmm. when you release the first chapter, you're going to come on here, right? And tell us about the release and if you're going to do a oh, Kickstarter, yeah. right? Of course. All right. Got you on tape. Got you 4K, my <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Um, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I think my biggest project right now is you won't see me like uh, doing a lot of commissions for the next, like, till up to Ulcon because... I'm doing a four by five for each voice actor. So I'm gonna do a four by five and um, kind of present it in front of a crowd, like exhibit with the voice actors and have them sign it on spot on front of, in front of everyone. So that's my oh, next that's project. Dope. And that's gonna take me a long time. At the same time, I told you I'm doing the room. Mm-hmm. So I'm also working on doing the room too. Uh, so that's my next project I'll be looking out for other than the manga and the album. Oh, that's dope. That's dope, that's dope. Well. We'll we'll definitely stay tuned and making sure we get all the release dates for the album, the manga. Yeah. Absolutely. Know. Why don't you let's like as we're wrapping up, what are your socials? Where can people find you? How can they contact you if they want anything? Um hmm. socials is Poobrezzy uh on Instagram and TikTok and um YouTube and Twitter and stuff like that or X. Um right and <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, uh, P-O-O-H-B-R-E-Z-Z-Y And if it doesn't have one E and two Z's It's not me Okay <laughs> Oh I like that, I like that. that <laughs> Don't get fooled me. by the scammers guys <laughs> Please They are triple E's Triple Z's It's not me Got you Got you Love and, it Love and, uh, it Love what it What was the last thing you said Yeah how can they contact you If your commissions are open Or when mm-hmm. would you or if you're locked down, but anyway, how can they reach out if they mm-hmm. want to collab with you? Uh, just go to my website, go to the um, custom form and just fill out the custom form. It got like all these things you can click, like shoes and stuff. Cause I used to do like outfits, but 
You just go to the custom form, fill it out, leave your email and stuff.